Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Friday, June 17th in the year 2022. And it is a good day to be on a Friday so we can all kind of enjoy the unwind of the week of crazy. I just finished earlier an interview with Nick Searcy and Chris Burgard, who were the directors and producers of Capital Punishment, the film on January 6th, which I'd highly recommend you see over the weekend if you can. Uh, that interview is going to air Monday night. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a very good t- conversation. So that's a good one. Before we begin, make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. We are in the middle of a war on our health and our minds. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune system strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day and Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots, I'm going to read something to you. I'm not going to tell you who said it, and then we'll talk about it. But I would, I would hope that something like this would be coming out of leadership in the United States. But here we go. Over the past decades, new powerful centers have been formed on the planet. Each of them develops their own political system and public institutions, implements their own models of economic growth, and, of course, has the right to protect themselves to ensure national sovereignty we are taking, we are talking about real process and about truly revolutionary tectonic changes in geopolitics, global economy, the technological sphere in the entire system of international relations. I'm just going to let you sit on that for just half a second while I now tell you who said it. Putin, President Putin said that. How's that? And that is where we are. In a world where the U.S. leadership is talking about giving more billions to Ukraine and Putin is talking about a new world. And what's really interesting, and I have said this before, and I swear if this comes out being true, I'm going to have to do a whole show of just me laughing. And I will. I'll laugh. I will laugh for like 20 minutes and you can join me. But if we find out that Q was was a Russian op to free the world, I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. That'll be good. I'll be like, oh, yeah, there you go, guys, right there. Yeah, how, how was that? 
You're helping. You're you're all the time being Russian terrorists. But the more that we see come out of Russia, the more things are lining up to suggest that. And I think I told you this the other day, but I'm, I do. I did. I actually read it the other day about how the Z Battalion have has origins to John F. Kennedy. I, I shared this story with a special forces retired special forces buddy of mine. And I said, dude, watch this story of Z Battalion. So I took him back to John F. Kennedy and the Z Battalion, which started with the Australians and the New Zealanders. And then the fact that John F. Kennedy Jr. had the tattoo of the Z with a knife through it. And then I said, guess where else it shows up? And he's sitting there waiting. He's like, all right, dude, come on. You know, leave me off suspense. Where is it? I said, on your flash. I said, how about that knife that's going through three lightning bolts? Look familiar, like Z's? And he got quiet for a minute. He says, you literally can't make this stuff up. I said, nope, you can't. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? We're into some pretty wild times, man. It's, it's pretty cool. But there's, it's only going to get crazier, though. There's a detective in Ottawa that tried to uncover vaccine status of dead children's parents. He's now under investigation. There you go. Oh, but while you're being distracted by the January 6th event and while you're being distracted by the groomers in the schools and while our food spontaneously combusts across the world and farmers are burying food in the ground and processing plants are combusting, I have some great news. Just I want you to be assured that everything's going to be okay because the Aspire Food Group has completed production of the manufacturing facility which will ensure that it will can produce 9,000 metric tons of crickets every year for human and pets consumption. That's right. That finished cricket bread that they tested the other day, well, guess what? That's just the beginning. Because on May 26th, the Spire Food Group announced that it has completed the construction of its alternative protein manufacturing facility. London, Ontario is now home to the world's largest cricket production facility. Sounds like Canada is going to be eating bugs. Aspire's new plant will reportedly produce 9,000 metric tons of crickets every year for human and pet consumption. That's about 2 billion insects to be distributed annually across Canada and throughout the United States. Aspire also reports that it already has orders for the next two years. Just imagine what you're going to get when you go into the restaurants now you're going to have choices of gmo grown corn and i mean produce grown in a lab meat grown in a lab or alternative proteins which will be bugs patriots it's 11 minutes after the hour let's pray father we come to you today literally probably a lot of us shaking our head at the amount of stupidity that is going on in this globe it is unbelievable we are literally looking at people bowing down to the this evil control element that's trying to rule the world and believing the lies as if it was gospel or a religion, which in fact it probably is. So, Father, we take a deep breath and put, put ourselves before you. We open our hearts with a bit of a sigh. It is a challenging time to continue to see humanity walk off the cliff willfully and by free will impale itself on the devil's spike. Lord, we pray today a powerful prayer of, of an intercession to disrupt this nonsense, to wake up people's sleepwalking, to shake them from this deep slumber. 
And perhaps, Lord, where we're headed is a necessary, where they're going to have to face the consequences of the paths that they've chosen. We still pray for them. We pray that they'll wake up and realize what tyranny they're walking into. We pray that they'll realize what traps that they're in. But sadly, too many people get consumed with their own stuff, forget about the bigger picture, and of course, way too many people have walked away from you, Lord. Lord, we ask today as well for the strengthening of the remnant to walk more boldly, more fearlessly with Christ than ever before. That does not mean an easy walk because we know very well as we make that walk, we're having to make hard choices. We're needing to walk a way of living that doesn't blend in with the progressive, at-peace-at-any-cost type concept, the compliance model, the idea of hive mind. That's not endemic to how you had us, you created us. And yet so many have willfully accepted it, and sadly many have done so for a core reason, which they don't have a deep relationship with you, Father. They don't have a deep relationship with Jesus. They don't understand the principles of defiance. They don't understand the principles of living sovereign and free. They don't understand the principles of not being part of groupthink and influenced by the many. There's just way too many, Lord, that are just weak and feckless. So right now, Lord, we're not praying for disunity, but we are praying for the strength and the remnant to be able to rise up and to hold this line in Christ, to be able to literally be the example, to be the light for others to see, to witness, and to, say, to ask themselves the question, why can I not be with them? We're not looking for obedience in like a robot. We're just looking for obedience in you. And the beauty, Lord, that we, we want to share is that just this incredible forgiveness that you give us and ability of latitude of being who we are. So forgive us all that have stepped away. And we pray for our, the many out there that are wandering in this desert, some that are searching, some that are defiant. Just pray that their hearts can be shaken, that they can lift their eyes and to look and look up to realize what it is that they're missing. Father, this engine that we're in, this institution of crazy that we're currently living in is constantly pressing forward. And you're giving us the blessing of seeing what truths are there, seeing the agenda before us, which is equally giving us time to respond. So we pray for idle hands to stop being idle. We pray for people to start stepping up, to stop worshiping the unknowns, the unicorns, the, the dreams of a few that are somehow going to save the universe, but instead to step in and start taking responsibility in their lives, to be accountable for how they live, to put you before all things and then continue forward to prepare, to fill the silos, to ensure the security of their families. And Father, we, we truly pray that this does not come to pass as it seems, that this storm will blow over lightly and that these preparations that we're making will not need to be relied on to the extent that we're preparing. At the same time, what we see and what we're seeing coming at us gives us all the indications that this is going to be the storm of storms. And whatever way forward is necessary, we just pray for these institutions to literally be brought to to the ground, to crumble these institutions of corruption. There is no way forward for us to continue in a system that is so deeply corrupt and continually spins the, the narrative to oppose, put one on opposition to another. We have to rise above that. 
We have to step away from politics. We have to step away from the obsession of idols within the political sphere, the obsession of presidents or candidates as if they're going to solve everything. We have to step into that place of being accountable and responsible for the lives that we live, uh, to live sovereign and free. And as difficult as that may be for some, we all know that at the center of all of that is this intimate and powerful relationship through Jesus and through Jesus to you, Father. So we pray for the many to find their way home, to find their way to Christ, to find their way to you, Father, to let go of this nonsense of always division and opposing and fight and war and instead embrace a, a way of living that we're, there's some common values which we all know. We all love this world. We all seek to do better if we, are le- if we truly are honest in ourselves. And those that don't, then they need to go their own way. But those that are but somehow thinks that they're now superior because they're following one agenda or another, it needs to be dispelled. There's two genders. There's a way to live in the world. There is a way of balance that we can find with one another. And that's what we seek in terms of building bridges. But we also understand very clearly, Lord, that peace at any cost will ruin us all. So in this fight, Lord, we just pray that as we hold this line, we have our armor on, we're looking the enemy in the eye. Let us find those places where we can strike to shake the enemy to its core as David did by taking down Goliath, so that that enemy can now start to realize that it has nothing and it has to be scattered to the wind until it is brought home. Guide us in these times. Protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. That's really one of the powerful things about that David reveals is when he brings Goliath to the ground with one stone between his eyes buried deep in his forehead. And when he's there, and David doesn't even have a sword, even though he's promised to cut off Goliath's head with a sword, there's something very powerful in that moment that isn't talked about enough. Because if he had just left that there, just at that moment, and David had just walked away and said, okay, I got this, he wouldn't have dispelled the enemy the way they were. Because they believed in Goliath. That was like their surrogate God. He was the impossible He was the impossible wall to defeat. He was the undefeatable giant. So it was one thing for David to drop him, and I'm sure it left the enemy stunned. But then there's this. Remember how big Goliath was. And here's this ruddy young man, not even wearing armor, that walks over, and takes Goliath's sword. Why is that so important? If you've been in the military in particular, if you know the history of weapons in war, you never, ever surrender your weapon, ever. You fight to the death before you surrender your weapon. And yet David walked up and just draws the weapon from Goliath's sheath, the most insulting most devastating view to witness, but even more than that, a weapon that was so massive that this young man drew that from the sheath and then raised this massive sword and cut off Goliath's head and fed it to the birds, using his own weapons against him to destroy him and defeat him. The lesson is right before us. And he did so mightily 
and he did so in such a cost that it left the enemy shaken. They couldn't believe it. I mean, this is where they end up running because it's like not only did Goliath fall, but now witnessing the, the taking of his sword, you would never think about it. You would, I mean, if you think about this, if someone had reached up to grab Goliath's sword, he probably just would have picked them up and chomped off their head. This was a massive creature, and the weapons were massive. It even describes that in the passage. But David withdrew that sword from his sheath. Again, a massive blow to the warrior heart for those who were relying on Goliath. And an empowering vision for those on David's side who had become feckless warriors afraid to confront Goliath as they were trembling and David was out there, as they were likely betting against David. Again, it wasn't enough just to drop him. And the final part of that is David had made the promise to God that he would do it. And he completed his promise fully. And in so the enemy was scattered to the wind and then pursued mercilessly. Patriots, we're in a time right now when a lot of things are happening. There is an enemy that we're sitting before us. And the more that we sit with this, we're beginning to vector in on that enemy. We're beginning to see how dark and evil it is. There's many different angles in this fight. It's an asymmetric fight. It's coming at us from one side or another. But there is a there is a David's throwing a single stone opportunity within all of this. We talk about information. We talk about this or that. That key center point is our faith in the Lord and that faith that we share with one another. Because with that, if we take ourselves out of play of their system, putting our reliance on the Lord, their system falls almost instantly. They need us for it to succeed. They need us to be fighting one another for it to succeed. They need us buying their groceries for this to succeed. They need us buying their gas for this to succeed. They need us using our credit cards for this to succeed for them. They need us afraid. They need us dependent. They need us enslaved. Now, we can't separate ourselves from all things right now, but there are critical areas that we can, and as we move forward and work together, we can overcome and leave them behind. And I always, I get comments. I think True Social has like a cult of, a cult of just like, cult worshipers or something. I don't even know else to describe it. Because every time I say these things, someone will post up there and like, you're wrong. They'll nuke us. They'll drone us. It's like, who cares? The Republic is lost. What do you have to lose? But now to stand up and fight with everything you have. And we're not talking about muskets and, and swords yet. And let's hope we don't go there. But in every single p- opportunity that you have to stand up and to separate yourself from the system, to put another chink in their armor to take another one off of their off of the dependency we have to flip the script and go after them that was the point of greg phillips interview last night that interview from 2000 mules is the fact that they're now using information and the information tools to wage war on them we have to do the same on all sorts of domains this is our counter offensive in an asymmetric format grow your own food Separate yourself from the dependency on corporate jobs. Bring your churches into the home. Build the strength in your faith, the rock-solid basis of your faith. Take responsibility and accountability 
for your health. Wherever you can, support or do homeschooling to get your children out of the indoctrination camps. Every single thing we do like that pulls us away from their system and their control. And it causes a ripple effect because people in the community start to see what we're doing. They start to recognize it and they're like, wow, what's going on there? Soon, page, and I've already had it, so I'm telling, speaking from experience, soon neighbors will say things like, I'm going to start growing a garden too. It's happening in my own neighborhood. I haven't said a word. I haven't gotten out here proselytizing about gardens other than talking about what I do here every night. More and more people in my neighborhood are now following suit that we started a year ago. And a neighbor, in credit, a neighbor across the street started two years ago. And it's now growing and it's quiet. Nobody's out here going, hey, you need to all grow food. They're just, people are observing. They're starting to get wise. They're starting to see what's going on. This is the power of change. And it just is a very presence of living the change, not just talking it. And that becomes our method of casting stones into the head of a Goliath. Because collectively we become a singular David, metaphorically speaking. The system can't withstand our non compliance. This system cannot withstand our defiance. It's relying on our defiance, our fear, our crippling nature that they think they can put upon us to where we bow to them. I shall bow to no man. They want to install fear with the FBI. They want to install fear with DHS. They want to install fear with DEA. And just so I speak it clear, clearly to every single person in uniform, whether you are a police officer, DEA agent, FBI, whether you are in the military, whatever form of law enforcement, IRS, whatever agency you're carrying a gun and composing crushing blows on people's lives because you're following orders, trust me with what I'm saying. The hand of justice is blind. You are still violating the rights of these people and the Americans in the Constitution. Justice will find its way to your doorstep. Stand down, join the patriots, and quit being a damn drone. We have no respect for drones. We need patriots. Don't give your loyalty and obedience blindly to anybody. Question everything. We're going to get through this. It's powerful because as we come together, we realize that force. It is not going to be easy. It's not going away with a snap of a finger. And it's going to be ugly. At one point or another, it's going to get ugly. But it's necessary because we're undoing a cancer that is rooted deep within this country. It's like a cult that has grown like, of like a fungus between your toes or under your toenails is even worse. So... Look to be the, the David every single day. What's the small thing you can do, that small stone that you can pitch that takes you away from them? And step by step, as each person makes that commitment, we start to peel back the controls. They have less and less. And it's happening. Just we need to add momentum to it. Food prices are going up. Expected to go up over 15% this summer. 15%. That's real inflation, by the way. And in the midst of all of this, if you don't think that they're afraid, those in power, listen to this headline and I'll translate it. Marching towards starvation, the UN warns of hell on earth if Ukraine war goes on. What they're saying is if you do not comply with our rules, we will starve the rest of the world. Well, here's my answer. Bring it. Because as humanity and as God's children, we will overcome you. 
and it won't be easy, but in the process, we will build fellowship. We will be, build love and trust in Father, and we will overcome this rancid hell that they're trying to create on earth. That's what the remnant does. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. We need a lot of hardcore warrior spirit right now. Literally, a strong backs, backbone to this warrior movement that will not bow and will lead the many as we move forward. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. Hey, Patriots, don't forget that Ted Nugent is going on concert. His concert tickets are available. It's going to be an epic concert in a perfect time that we need him in this nation. Here's a little piece just to get you fired up. It's what Ted calls a love song.